by surprise, young man. No, that, well, that, that just seemed to go right quick, that. I, I was watching, because I can't hear the actual intro music. I have to watch the, the guiders. Right. So obviously, as the guiders slowly fade down, that's not when no one to swap over. I'm relying on you. <laughs> Hello! Good afternoon. It is just gone one minute past two on Sunday, the 1st of September. Welcome to another edition of Tales from the Ohm episode. Um, what episode are we on? 19, is it? 19. 19. Jeeps. Whoa. Thought I'd have a move around of the actual screen. I hope you all like this new screen. Well, it's not new, but we've just swapped things around a little bit. So uh, he's over there now. Mm. <laughs> my co-host, my brother from another mother, Stevie Baby! Hello, darling. All right, kidder. All right. <laughs> Bloody marvellous. <laughs> so how's everyone in chat? Hope you're all right. I think I've said hello to most of people already, but uh, go on, I'll let you say hello to chat, Steve. Right, good afternoon, awesome, blessing, he was sat here waiting when I arrived this, this afternoon. Uh, Labworks, hiya Paul, how you doing mate? Um, fantastic podcast if you've not had a chance to have a listen from ABC Australia. Um, that was a brilliant, brilliant. If you ever's going to need reporting of e-cigarettes in a whole piece, I thought the whole piece and I thought the way that they did the piece was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely great, a balanced. Mm. That, that was the key word of it. It was a balanced report. It was awesome. If you, um, I did put a, a blog up on it. So if you want to head over to sellandreviews.com and go to the latest blog, you can find the file embedded in there. So saves you doing a bit of searching, that's all. Uh, we've got Bronco Mark ridiculously early in the morning. He's one day off and he got up early to watch the show. Bless him. Can't fault him. Manic, how you doing, mate? Uh, ben. Ben's watching the F1, so uh, he may fade. Oh, Points. bless. <laughs> bless his cotton socks. Lovely to see Mr. Richards in chat. In Tiberius, vaping with CJ. Good afternoon, sir. Stuart, you're a deviant, but I like you. I've just put that link in, that, in the chat there. <laughs> For oh, the uh, Smoke and Mirrors uh, podcast. Fantastic. Oh, God, first Christmas decorations and Christmas music in, in the malls in the Philippines. Never. Oh, God, no. No, oh. no, not good. That's, a, that's not good at all. And I think that rounds everybody up. Awesome. And hello to everybody that's watching on the replay. Say hello oh, to yes. you. Oh, yes. Hello. And people that are watching, uh, listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, Applecast, hello to you guys. And Anchor FM, is it? Anchor FM, Player FM, and Google Podcasts. Hello to you as well. I know you can't see us waving, but hello. We are. <laughs> <laughs> then people talk, listening to us on the podcast can't see us waving. No, no, but we are. We are oh, waving. We're waving. We are. Yes. <laughs> Oh, bless you. It's been one of them weekends, honestly. Um, my weekend started off, um, went to see a band on um, Friday night at the Hallcross in Doncaster. Um, 
interesting little band. Really did enjoy them. Uh, they were called Children of the State. Um, go right. check them out. Yeah, really worth checking out. Very cross between um, Kasabian-ish, uh, Keen, that kind of vibe going off. But they've got a very retro vibe as well to them. It's, it's a bit hard to explain. Absolutely brilliant band to uh, listen to. Yeah, if it's not real mega heavy heavy stuff, but it's sort of like that in between heavy stuff. Mm. Really did enjoy them. Really good band. What indie rock sort of? Yeah, yeah, indie yeah. rock. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, kind of sort of like. Yeah, we'll go for we'll go for indie rock. Ah, yeah. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, be. Snuck in there, mate. In fact, what I'll do is, while you're talking, I'll see if I can find them on uh, YouTube and put the link on. No worries. Because they are worth, they are worth uh, checking out. They're a local band uh, uh, from uh, Doncaster. Stuff. Hi, hip hop. Oh, sorry, mate. His wife's just giving him a list of chores, so see you next week. Hip hop. <laughs> Hello, kiddo. <laughs> There we go, got them on there. Copy. Uh, more reports of uh, Christmas trees and stuff at B&M. Oh, this is... It's not even... It's only just September. Oh, that's not good. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no not having that. It's September the 1st. It's nowhere near Christmas. Me, pers me personally, I think Christmas shouldn't start until at least after Boxing Day. <laughs> you grumpy old bugger. <laughs> 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 then you can put your decorations up. And, yeah. yeah. You want to know a secret? Mm. I didn't put any up last year. Do you know something? You're not the first person that I've heard about saying that. Hmm. Jan, bless her. Jan used to work at the uh, local garden centre and she had to put up with, I think they started putting theirs up around August time, mm. believe it or not, middle of August, they started having a Christmas section and then how they used to do it with the music, you know how they have the music on the main antenna? Yeah. They'd do it every third song. They'd have a Christmas song. And then after a while, it would be every other song. And then by time, so end of September, October comes, it's full-blown Christmas. And she used to, honestly, used to drive a whappy. Uh, it used to be the same in the pub, to be honest. They mm. wanted all the decos up by early November. Mm. You're looking at 20 years ago, so... Yeah, I can appreciate November... Anything after bo uh, fire, bonfire night, I can appreciate that run up to Christmas because that's roughly you've just got a month, haven't you? Really? Well, yeah. Uh, you've got just over a month to, to the actual Christmas day because obviously they're wanting you to get that. Broncos just put a good one at the very minimum after Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Me personally, after bonfire night here in the UK. Mm. Then start doing it. Then you, you've got that gradual hype towards Christmas, but September's ridiculous. We're still in summer. Well, 
kidding. Well, we're not far off. I mean, the kids aren't back yet. <laughs> my heart. I mean, I haven't got children, but yeah, heart, my heart goes out to you guys, especially organising uh, school now. Oh, my pro brother and uh, Louise. Yeah, they're having fun because we've got one that's going into the secondary school. Yeah. And they've had to, it's one of these academies, so they've got to buy all the gear from a specific place and it's got to be this, that and the other. And Oh, yeah. It's not in stock and they've sold out. Mm. And, oh, yeah. Been there, done that one. Yeah. So Absolute nightmare. My art goes out to you. It really does. Right. Well... Seeing as we haven't done it yet, Mr. Mr. Cruel, mm. what on earth is one sucking on? I'm being mega boring. Um, I, I apologise, I should be showing something really exciting and something new, but I'm not. I'm still on the Kylan M. Reweeked this uh, yesterday and on my Hexome. And I've been on this for, what, it must be a month now? Maybe may a bit more, and I'm still on my mixed berry and lemonade from Vintage. I've been on this setup, and it's been my daily banger for for quite a while. Um, coming up for review, what I've been testing is the Groot. This little system here from UCAN that'll be up for review next week. Just done the up and closely for that one. Nice little uh, setup that. And then I'm also on the, um, we now pronounce it, I forgot how you, how you pronounce it, what was it? Uh, Magus. Yes. M-A-G-U-S. From uh, Yu Wu. What a name. Yu <laughs> 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 Wu. When did, you know, you, you often stop and think about names, don't you? So like, you know that there was a board meeting. You know for a fact there was a board meeting. So like, right, what we're going to come all this company? You will. But anyway, it looks like the MyPod. I've got to admit, on MePod, my, yeah, MyPod is the small one, isn't it? Mm. Very, it looks like it, but it's very different in lots of ways. Little pod system, and I tell you one thing, I love the drawer on this one. It is a proper mouth-to-lung drawer. Lovely. Nice tight. It is. I like a nice tight one though. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, I say. <laughs> mm. I like a nice tight one. I don't like a loosey one. Oh, I like it nice and tight. If I'm going to have a proper mouth to lung, I like it quite tight. I'm, I know a lot of people like it fairly airy. I don't. Mm. I struggle to do a mouth to lung if it's airy. And this is beautiful. Really do like it. I'm well impressed. Comes with a bling chain and all that lot. So that's up for uh, review next week as well. Was going to do me mech mod, but uh, to be honest with you, I haven't had time to strip it down and clean it. So that's what's coming up next week. And that's oh, one more, one more thing. I'm on my double barrel with the passage. And that's it. That's all I'm on. Very nice. Juice wise, um, I've got. Uh, what have I got in this one? Oh, I have got Double Drip, uh, Nick Salt, Lemon Sherbet. In that one, I have got, what's this one? It's a Lemon Pie from, uh, who's that from, that one? From uh, Zeus Juice, that one. And obviously, I'm on the uh, Berry Lemonade, and that's it. That's all I'm on. 
it is so like very very simple drink wise clear blue water and corporation pop <laughs> that's it that's you're it. after that <laughs> You really are. One day, I'm, I'm telling you now, one day I'm going to have Coca-Cola slapped on there. <laughs> yeah, they're going to sponsor you. me. One day. One day I'll get it. Right. And that's well, it. That's it. That's all I'm on. What you want, kidder? I said I'd try it. So, that's my little Flapton. And that's not so little. Singular. Four mil. In the uh, Zusex, at Stuart's uh, suggestion, thoroughly enjoying it. Mm. Thoroughly enjoying it. And I was very, very surprised about what I was getting off it. And uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. I'm going to have to get well, As I said, he's a where, deviant. Where did, where did you get your flapton from? Uh, crazy Wire. All right. And they do four mil... In a diameter, or is it one? That no, you no, made no. I just got just got a roll of wire and built it this morning. All right. Oh, right. <coughs> well, since I haven't got any Fraptons, you, will you make me one so I can try it on my Zeus? <laughs> build build me a coil. No, because I know if it's slightly wonky, you'll go. That's not right. <laughs> okay, bring the wire here. I don't think I've even got a uh, four mil. Um, in a diameter coily thing. Mm. I think the biggest I've Lovely got is three and a half. I think it's three and a half I've got. It's the biggest one. Four mils the biggest my jig goes up to, but mm. I ended up hand wrapping because it was the wire was too uh, wide to go through the hole. So that's what she said. I had to manipulate it by mm. hand. Mm. <laughs> So what you was on about wattage before? So what wattage you got that at? That's currently at fifty nine. Really? So you've only got basic sixty watts then? Mm, and it's giving, it's giving some great uh, cloud. And on the other one, I've got the next mesh. Mm. How are you getting on with it? Still, it's it's cracking away. This is still the same stainless steel coil um i'm amazed mm. i thought this would have gone weeks ago but it didn't it's ironic so it's ironic because on the uh, kylan m i'm still on the same coil the one i did the review yeah it's lasting absolutely ages the only thing i have to do is re-wick it good stuff hmm. and in the zeus x i have deja voodoo by what you look at. Nice. <laughs> and in the next mesh, I've got Whitlicker's Contra. Both good. They are. I mean, the, yeah. the Deja Voodoo I've not tried before. By gummy sweet. But it does say sugar cane mm. actually on, on the description of the flavour, and it's awesome. Oh, there we are. If you have the Coilmaster jig, you have a 4mm mark. Well, I was just about uh, to say it. I don't have a Coilmaster. Oh, bless you. 
Never, I've, I don't think I've ever had a coil master. No, well, mine's a, a hooky jig, but I mean, that was, I bought that three years ago. I've got my Watofo upstairs here, and hmm. in my main toolbox, I have got a, oh, blooming it, what were they called? Diamond Mist? Can anybody remember Diamond Mist? I used to do a lot for them. When I used to work, get bits and pieces from vape distribution years back, Mm. Um, they used to send me a lot of uh, diamond, diamond misc stuff. Uh, got them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll get a four mil drill bit. Let me know. <laughs> I'm not messing. I'm not manly enough to be allowed near drills. Oh yeah, I've got plenty <laughs> of drill bits, four mil drill bit. I'm damn right dangerous. Mm. <laughs> yes, um, Paul's just made a, a very good point as well the article that actually goes with the podcast uh from abc is well worth reading mm. now there's also a link on the blog uh entry for that article but uh you will find that the podcast should play in the background while you you're just having a quick peruse of that if mm. you want to have a listen yeah definitely it's definitely well worth a listen really is right well I mean, we would normally at this point go on to uh, vaping news, but other than this ridiculous, well, piss poor journalism, to be honest, mm. regarding the THC issues over in America and the American response to it, there's been very little. Um, now, I think it was Paul sent you this. There is uh, an article from ABC again. Uh, in Australia, uh, they are talking about upping the taxing on tobacco. So the tobacco excise will be increased to 12.5% and again uh, on September 1st, which that will, they claim, uh, take a pack-a-day smoker to now spending over 10,000 Australian dollars a year. Hmm. Just absolutely ridiculous amount. That is a lot. It is. Let me just, let me just see what 10,000 uh, AUDs and... In pounds, five thousand five hundred and forty-two pounds sterling. That equates to wow. So five thousand uh, five five four divided by twelve. That comes out at four hundred and sixty-one pounds a month. Jeeps. Just over a hundred quid. So that, to be honest, I was spending more than that, but not much more when I was on 40 a day. Mm. And I haven't smoked now for three years. So it just goes to show what the syntax is. Yeah, that is, that is frightening that. But also is again, it's that quit, quit or die attitude, isn't it? Mm. And I'm really surprised because, I mean, one thing I did pick up off off the podcast, uh, the ABC 
podcast about vaping was that most of the tobacco control uh, tricks came from Australia. Yeah. Well, yeah. Use so them. The heavy, yeah. The heavy tobacco excise, the, the plain packaging, mm. you know, the, the advertising banning, all of that came from Australia. Which does surprise me. Mm. Uh, yeah, Stuart's just put £100 a week. People claim vaping is not cheaper than smoking. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Mouth Unless you get shiny-itis and you're buying a new pod or whatever a month. I mean, I spend what? <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I would reckon I'd probably spend somewhere in the region of 25 to £30 a week on juice. I don't even spend that. I mean, well, I bought this, which is just shy of 200 mil, plus mm. your nick shots. This was £10 plus to your two nick shots. So that's 12 quid. And that lasts me, that's lasting me well over a week. Mm. I think it's, it, it depends what you buy, doesn't it? I mean, mm. I can get 120 mil of the old sweet shop range for about 14.99. Mm. And that will last me probably a week and a half. My only problem being I get bored. Yeah, the problem I do. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can I can spend... I mean, let's face it, if I make my own brew lemon as well, I have to include that one. So if you include my own brew lemon as well, because I use that on a regular basis, we're talking what... If I'm spending, what, £20 a, a week, if that? Mm. If that. So, I, I mean, mean, then obviously once a month I'll buy a mod or an RDA summit. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, are you trying to get us on, mate? <laughs> Australia is part of the empire. <laughs> UK and a failed jail cop. No, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> how to make friends and influence people arrive in uh, Sydney and just read out that statement see how long your teeth last <laughs> yeah no, 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 no kidding so um, bear with me I'm just sorting chat out there you go that's it sorting chat out no I'm actually, it's going over I, I thought I'd uh, miss somebody no, no 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 <laughs> no I'm, I'm just uh, sorting uh, chat Oh, and just tweet it slightly. Yeah, just tweet it slightly. Because <laughs> I mean, obviously, did... move, what with moving everything around, it's just not quite... You know, me and me OCD. Can I tell you? <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you one thing. We did, I, I have actually been in touch with Paul and he said he would be interested in guesting. So hopefully we can get that arranged. Yes, definitely. At a convenient time. Because mm. um, I'd like to hear a bit more about, obviously, what the podcast touches on. But I'd mm. also like to hear a bit more about Mullenberry. Now that's going. Yeah. I'd also like to hear about his, his more interviews that he's got going off. Ooh. Yes, he has more interviews and that lot, so he's getting quite, uh, quite uh, popular, should we say, at the present moment, our Paul. So yes, we'll definitely be getting Paul on. In fact, Paul, if next week would be uh, fine if you want to come on next week, Paul. Just say yay or nay. That'd be great. Mm. And then Paul can give us a proper update with all the information, and, and that'd be absolutely fantastic. 
I mean, I've been obviously doing a bit of digging about Mullenberry. What I was amazed was one of the co-founders of the company um, is there with bells on. Good man. <laughs> one of the co-founders of the company is also um, a mother. You you would honestly think running a company the size of, you know, hmm. a Mullenberry and the complexities that you face on your daily work, it must make it, she must be one hell of a woman. Yeah, too. And you've got the kids and, mm. you know, the family and the business. Absolutely amazing. Mm. Regatta del Blanca. Oh, de Blanc. What an awesome record. <laughs> I do like a bit of the police. I'm, I'm, over, I'm rather fond of them. I was never a big, big fan. I didn't mind them at the time, but, uh, yeah, I, I like a bit, a bit of police. Sorry. I should have said the lady's name, Marcelina. Marcelina. Paul's just... Uh, I was just stunned. Mm. Yeah. To, to be, I have enough on getting reports in on time. Yeah. You know, and, and juggling this and home and all the rest of it. So I don't know how the devil she does it. And Grumpy has the first seven day. singles on Blue Vinyl. Ooh. Ooh. See, Roxanne... That that was always our family holiday song. Mm. So my dad had Roxanne in the car. We had a. Oh, I'm trying to think which one it would have been. I think it would have been his escort, because that was the first one that I sort of remember. Mm. And he'd whack it into the tape player, and he did this sort of very warbly sting belting out Roxanne, but everybody in the car singing along. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Came out as a collection set. Oh, nice one. I haven't bought any music recently. And you? No, nothing. Uh, 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 to be fair, Amazon Music has been my go-to. Mm. Oh, we've been listening to oh, what they're called now. I've got Lambs of the Stone, but it's not that. You Lambs down of the Stone? Yeah. Oh, what was it called now? You shared it me. Lamb of God. That's it. Is it Lamb of God? No. They're rather heavy. No. You're going to make me look now, aren't you? I am. I've never played the Roxanne drinking game. Where is it now? What was it called now? Brain's gone dead. There we are. Paul's the uh, now official a div officially a development manager and partner with Mullenberry. Mm -hmm. That's his official title. It's the damn side better than being called the Willy Wonka. <laughs> no, I like Willy Wonka. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, Valley of the Wolves. Oh, Valley of the Wolves, yes. Yes. If, if you get a chance, go onto YouTube and I'm trying to think what Oh, what the channel is. Have a look. Now I've got to have a look. Basically, you type badass into search mm -hmm. and it will bring up this channel. And it's absolutely awesome, the range of music. I mean, I've found so much stuff that I wouldn't normally uh, 
rather snuggle Kate Bush, you and me both, mate. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yes, there's something um, about our Katie. Right, Discovering Music is the channel on YouTube. Mm. But honestly, some of the tunes on there, I mean, they've got an epic rock. Slap the, slap the link in chat. Share, share, every, we'll share it to everyone. Then everyone can have a look. <laughs> it is absolutely awesome. You know, you, some days you're sick of everything that you've got. And mm. The link's now in chat. That'll take you straight to Rivers Walk in the Wild, which is one of my favourites as well. Um, you just get bored of everything you've got on CD and all the rest of it, and you just mm. want something completely out there. And I started playing YouTube Roulette and just whacked random words into it and saw what came up. Uh, there's some interesting videos, stuff that I thought YouTube wouldn't allow, but mm. <laughs> when you're whacking badass, this came up. And my goodness, did it open my horizons. It was awesome. Well, I on about YouTube. Let me mm. let me get his link and I'll be all right. Um, yes, you're not far from a certain... Uh, well, yeah, this is you? true. Yes, this is very, very true. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. I've been geeking out uh, to this Good guy. Uh, it really has... Uh, it's called Tech Techmo, mm -hmm. and he does retro reviews on old gear. But he's so it's it's like watching uh, Tomorrow's World. He's absolutely brilliant, this guy. Oh, he looks like Maggie Philbin. No, he doesn't look like Maggie Philbin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got. Oh, I like the Muppet in the background. He's got eight hundred and thirty-five thousand subscribers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's good. He's really, really good. I'll have to have a shift here, this guy. Yeah, that's my afternoon wasted. He's brilliant. <laughs> and yeah, talking about subscribers, I am seven away from the big three. So that means that there will be a big box giveaway. How we're going? Ooh. How we're going to sort that big box giveaway? I'm not a hundred percent sure. What with uh, not being allowed to do giveaways and that lot on now on Facebook and now on uh, YouTube. So, but there will be a three k giveaway big box uh, like I always do on the big uh, numbers. So yes, seven away. I'm only seven away from three k. And I'm not allowed to enter this time. No, you're not allowed. No. No, you won the 2K giveaway. That's how we kind of met. It is. Which is scary. But yes, it's been a while since I've handled a large box giveaway. So So I think I think the only way that we can do the three... So I'm going to do a big box. I've got loads of uh, little bits and pieces in here. Mods and tanks and things like that. Mm. So what we'll do is I'll probably do it on the home service show people. Or I might actually do it on, on the Tails. But I think we can do something, I'm sure, over on the uh, uh, website. Have a shift to your polls. Very kind comment. Oh, there. thank Read you very much, Paul. That's awesome. So, yeah. Paul's just 
offered to add to the big box. That is, he's like to add to my big box. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Don't look you. anything like Kate Bush. <laughs> ah, babushka. <laughs> oh, dumb! That video kept me going through my teen years. It really did. I used to have a poster of uh, Kate Bush in a kabusha outfit. Oh, oh, oh happy it's not days! Right. <laughs> well, it is. It's totally right. So um, yeah, seven away from three k. Then you saucy devil, gonna cost you quite a bit to send it to the Philippines. <laughs> Cheeky. Well, if he wins, he wins. Well, yeah, it's true, true. It's worldwide. Yeah. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. I was look, flicking through the uh, countries that have been looking at the website. Samoa, would you believe? Really. Yeah, I was absolutely stunned. Last world, the last country in the world I was expecting to see. There it was, Samoa. Oh my neck! Good stuff. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> oh, Stuart, uh, the knives are out now. <laughs> Stuart's just said you ain't winning, grumpy. <laughs> Oh, blimey, Paul. Blimey, Paul. Wow, thank you very much. Thank you. Paul's just, for those listening, Paul's just uh, very kindly offered uh, 1020ml liquids from his line. Awesome. That is a huge amount of juice. Thank Paul. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. At Salem, do you have the purge slam piece? Do I have it? Yes, I've got one, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's one little toy I haven't got. Yeah, it's but... just over there. Just out, just over there. I don't it's use it that much, to be honest with you. Oh, you said you didn't like the I'm not the a big... It's switch. very stiff. That's what she said. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I've got to admit, I'm not a big um, fan of side virus. Really not a big fan. I mean, I love mm. my tube mods, and I like my bottom fire. That's why I still haven't got it. I, that's why I was uh, the uh, the one that you've got, the Soul Keeper, is it? Yeah. Mm. That's why I was impressed with that. Got a lovely little little mm. electronic switch. <laughs> oh, Bill! No Too news bad. for that. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh your poor wife she that you can't say that bill she's a lady lady of the highest order <laughs> tell you what she looks after us too you oh you're not kidding it. yeah she's a beautiful woman we we came back late from retford the the weekend that we did the uh the, the show from the same room. And we came back and Jan had laid on full spread. Oh, that buffy. <laughs> Curl, curly bits of cucumber on top at butties. It was lovely. Oh, yeah, it's all <laughs> twisted one thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. She's good. She's, she's an amazing woman. She really... She, I mean, for starters, I'm, I'm not blowing anything all right, but she has to put up with me. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. That makes her a saint straight off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
who's gone Hello, serious. Terry. Uh, no, I haven't. No, yes, I haven't. God, no. no. The 25 or the 30 bill. No, I haven't. That one's a little bit out of my price range, Terry. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the Asgard's not cheap, is it? No. If I remember no. correctly, he's definitely over 50. Uh, there we are. <laughs> Vaping 101. What it is. And I go to Vaping 101 purely on the fact that it's normally cheaper than everywhere else. Mm. 41.99. That's not too bad. That's that, that's not too bad. They've also got a 10% off uh, code at the minute. So you could get another four quid off that, which means you could pick an Asgard up for somewhere in the region of with postage 41. Yeah, that's quite good, but it's not a bad. Not a I might bad have a look deal. at that. Yeah. Thanks for the heads that's, up, Terry, there. That's for the 30 mil. That's a big old boy, then. Comes with a variety of tips as well. Ooh. A tall boy and a shorty. Mm. <laughs> that's quite impressive, that. 10 mil, uh, they're claiming a 10 mil juice well in the RDA. That's a hell of a size, isn't it? But if it's 30 mil. Wow. Uh, if you just, just read what Labworks has just put in. Oh my God. I don't even own an original VA. <laughs> That's awesome, that thank you so much. Right, so for those that are listening, Paul's just put, let's split it, two by five uh, 120 mils. And he'll add an original 22 mil VA, stainless steel and black phenom, never fired to the first pack. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Kidder. Thank you just... so much. Well, uh... Stuart's just had a belter of an idea there. We'll give away for each show. Yeah. That'd be Because we do get different listeners in, and it yeah. would be nice. Mm. Yeah. To hit 3K. Be awesome. God, would it? Mm. So if you haven't subscribed, please do go across and subscribe to Solo. Seven people, that's all it's going to take, and it will trigger the biggest giveaway that we're going to do this year. Mm, definitely. And you're going to have to well, sort it out on the website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No extra work then, no. No extra work there for you. No extra work. Voca. Good afternoon, Voca. Did you see the big boss that he posted? I haven't, no. It's got a drop on top mm. um, in leave stainless and gold and then the mod itself sorry black and gold and then the the, the big boss mod itself is uh, black and oh he's still that the one what splits up yeah oh yeah he's been showing that for a while it's absolutely good you can oh. either have it as a box mod or you can have it as an individual tube mod I it love that. Beautiful. And the I'm drop. I'm saying I was jealous, Volker, but. And the drop just goes on it perfectly. 
Oh, it's stunning the way it matches. Mm. It's just perfect. He's a perfect match. He's full kit. Honestly, that is gorgeous. Yeah, he's been showing that for a while. I mean, I'm not matchy-matchy. I never have been. All I'm bothered about is flavour and, and clouds. I ain't bothered what it looks like. Yeah. So, wow. Oh. Blimey, Paul. Let's not make it too good. We've got to top this at some point, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Bennett, dude. That's absolutely awesome, that. Thank you. Wow. Don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, my God. Ingsby. Phrase that fits. Right, so that's the buffet over and done with. <laughs> and the, the news. News. Have you got anything to report? Or are we going to go for our main topic? Well, might as well go for the for the main dear boy. I can't main think of topic else to time. Today's topic is cinema. Mm. The question is, what was your first ever experience of going to the cinema? And mm. the second question is, what was your most favourite memory? Of going to the cinema. Okay. Well, the first, my first memory of going to the cinema is with mum and dad. And we went to Odeon at Sheffield, and it was to watch Winnie the Pooh and the Windy Day. Ah. Now that, that's going back some days. Ah. Because you still had the the woman stood in the aisle selling the Kiora pop. Mm. In the in the plastic containers, <laughs> and, the, and the little tub of ice cream. Oh yeah, Lions made, I think it was with the wooden spoon. Yep. <laughs> so that that's my first memory. Um, I think the one that sticks with me. I've got two for this, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. The original Superman mm. with Christopher Reeve. I think that was seventy nine. And very soon after that. The first ever uh, Star Trek movie. Oh, the original. The original. We went to the cinema to watch that. That blew me away. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, I. Okay, the film was cack. I, I didn't did, get to see. Star no, Wars. I, I, I will disagree. I, I wouldn't say the film was cack. I think the 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 actual story behind the film was really really good. Mm, it, it was a thinker. It was a head, it was a, one that made you think. Yeah, it really was. So do you, want to, do you want me to go for mine? Go for it. What's yours? My first ever memory of going to the cinema was quite an event, really. Well, I say quite an event. For a little kid, it was. The actual film, the main film, was Dumbo. Yep. But... Back in them days, when we went to the Odeon at Doncaster, they used to show two films. Mm. And the first film, the B-movie, was The Fantastic Journey, with the dog, the cat and the mouse. <laughs> God, I remember that. Yeah. And we'd gone, it was, um, it must have been november october november december ish type of time when we went and we mm -hmm. went with the actual school 
to go and see it. And we'd gone into the cinema and at the time it was when the Odeon was the old brush seats and it was very Victorian-y uh, looking. Well, well, it wasn't Victorian, it was more because uh, it was Art Deco, wasn't it? So 1920s. Mm. And it was still very much like that. And yep, you had your half interval with your ice creams and all that good stuff. So the first film that you actually watched was The Fantastic Journey. And we watched that. Now, prior to me going into the cinema, it was a lovely sunny day. And I mean, it was an absolutely gorgeous sunny, cold, but sunny day. We went mm -hmm. into the cinema. We watched the first film, had a break, had his ice creams and all that good stuff. Then watched Dumbo. Thoroughly enjoyed Dumbo. Now, as we was coming out of the cinema, there was two foot of snow. It was pitch black, two foot of snow outside. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I will never, ever forget it. Yeah, literally. We'd gone in, it was gorgeous sunshine. We'd come out, it was dark, two foot of snow. You had a big coat with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I'll never forget that one. And my favourite memory uh, has got to be uh, in 1978, I was seven. Oh. And I begged and begged and begged months before to my dad to go and see this film called Star Wars. Now, my dad's <laughs> definitely not into sci-fi one bit. And we got to the Odeon. We, we always, it was called the Gormont then. It wasn't called the actual Odeon. It was called the Gormont. And we got to Doncaster. We parked up and we had to queue for two hours. All the way around queuing to go and see this Star Wars. So we queued and queued and queued. Watched the film absolutely thoroughly smitten straight away at seven years because it was for my birthday. Uh, that we mm -hmm. went to see it because yeah 1978 january the 24th or roundabout whenever that was on my birthday it was for and i'll never forget we was walking down after we'd watched the film and i was in awe absolutely fantastic film love 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 as we was walking out the cinema my dad turned around to me and said do you know summer i goes what he says that were absolutely rubbish <laughs> <laughs> so you know I never ever saw the first Star Wars the original cut mm. at the cinema because I had a choice I either went to see Star Wars with my mum and my little brother or we went to Wembley and we watched the Schoolboy International England versus Scotland speaking of which good afternoon Mr Porter I hope you've recovered from the drive mate <laughs> um, and I ended up going to Wembley so there I was stood on the stands with my dad mm. meat pie in hand bothering other cheering on the uh, national schoolboy team and you didn't go and see Star Wars I didn't go and see Star that, Wars that no. was an experience I'll never forget it it was one of the it was one of them films that so like it was just in everything that you ever wanted from a sci-fi film because mm. I was a big sci-fi fan, even as a, from a little kid, and it was just I was just in awe, and I've been in awe ever since. See, 
I was like that with Superman because I was a massive comics fan. Mm. So I'd already got quite a collection of Superman comics and uh, Batman. I tended to go more for DC when I was younger. I went over to Marvel when I was late. Yeah, funny enough, I was the same because I was a big, big um, uh, Batman fan when I was a kid. Mm. Loved Batman, absolutely loved Batman. Superman, I loved the original three. Mm. And I, 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 a lot of people slag off uh, three, but I loved it. No, because three was, it was a damn sight better than Quest for Peace, but three just, it was still fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the Uh, computer and that lot, I thought that were ace. (laughs) I thought that were brilliant. And what's his name? I forgot his name now. In Wittash. Richard Pryor. Yeah. He just made it. Mm. He really did. I thought it was brilliant. Robert Vaughan was a fantastic camp villain. Yeah. You know, in the in the style of Gene Hackman's uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Robert Vaughn was right up there. Mm. Yeah, it was fantastic. Mm. I mean, and then, time, the, then when it's, was it in that one the where Superman went evil? Yes. Yeah, because they yeah because the, they created that kryptonite that weren't quite kryptonite, so we added tar. Yeah. He added tar to it because he were looking at them packets. I mean, but a minute, how old's that film? Got to be around 84, 85. Got to be. Hold on. Superman 3. It is 1983. 83. I mean, you look at that, you think about that. Uh, in Even back in 83, there was on about cigarettes having tar in it. And that was in America. Yeah, but if you look at it, 85, 86, they were using the Superman nicotine ad mm. campaign. Yeah. So, Bill Richards, Abba the movie. Nothing wrong with the guilty pleasure, mate. Nothing wrong with the guilty pleasure. Do you know something? I've got to admit, I've never seen it. Abba the movie? Mm. No, I don't think I have actually. No. Because wasn't the, the Abba the album, Abba the mm. movie, Abba the book and... There was a whole genre of it all just called Abba The, wasn't there? I think so. It's a 1977 drama documentary. That's a fantastic bit of uh, planning there from the sales team, isn't it? Oh, I mean, yeah, that was very clever. Complete set of 36 action comics before it got banned from... Blimey, do you remember the old action comics? Mm-hmm. Tiny little things they were, weren't yeah. they? But they were all World War Two. Yeah, the there were loads of them. Yeah. I mean, they got banned. Uh, yeah, they were banned for being too violent. Really, I never knew that. Yeah, I remember because they was like half the size of a normal comic, weren't they? Mm. But they were quite thick, if I remember right. Oh yeah. I mean the 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 comic that always sticks with me from being a kid was two thousand AD. Oh god, yeah. Because it was it. it Originally Star Lord and then 2000 AD, uh, 2000 AD rolled into it, mm. but some of the characters, I mean, they still stand up today. Yeah, oh, I was heavily dark road trooper. I got, I mean, obviously, I went through the uh, Beano and Dandy phase, like most young kids do, and then I started getting Spider Man for a bit, then a bit of Batman, 
and I was never mm. too I was never a big fan of that. Then when I saw two thousand AD, oh, I was hooked. Two thousand AD, oh. oh god, I had a stack load of them. Ooh. Ooh. See you later, Hephaestus. He'd love to stay and hang out, but he's got to get work done. The yard needs mowing. Mine does as well, Hephaestus. Uh, have a good day to all in chat and casters. Portion, your limit was Wizard and Chips. Wizard and Chips. Now, <laughs> 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 I mean, 2000 AD was like the sort of the entry level, wasn't it? Because at the time, the late 70s sci-fi was quite heavy going. Mm. Oh, Judd's Dread original, yes. Mm. Judd's Death, probably one of the scariest uh, yeah. characters ever made. Not just minor. Oh, sorry, Hephaestus. He doesn't just do his, he, he most for people here in town. Awesome. That's cool. Mind saying that, I've got a jungle to get rid of in backyard, so. <laughs> You'll be evicting people, will you? Oh, God, yeah. Charlie's somewhere out there in the Bramble. <laughs> what do you mean I'm the war's you. over? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mind, they have rowdy parties. I mean, you can hear them. Yeah, I mean, love you a long time. Ten dollar. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, we go boom boom. <laughs> when you was a kid, wrong. though, did you going to the cinema was more an event, wasn't it? It wasn't just oh, we'll pop massive. And, we won't. We'll, oh, we'll just pop and watch a film. It seemed to be more of a an event. It was. I mean, when I was a teenager, it became almost a weekly thing. Mm. You know, Fridays we used to go to local cinema in Redford because they reopened that. But, I mean, back in the day, you always went to Sheffield, mm. you know, uh, and you Pimps. were slumming it if you went to ABC. Oh, yeah, you know? ABC. I forgot about that. They used to have an ABC in Doncaster. They did, just across from uh, bus station. That's right, yeah. yeah. In fact, there, I think there was three um, cinemas in Doncaster originally because you had the government at the top and there was one further down. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah, on the, on the high street. Because the government used to have Coupland's Cafe at the back of it. That's right, yeah. So you can nip in there for a bacon butty and then go and watch a film. Yeah. I mean, we've here in Haworth, we've still got a cinema down at the bottom of the road. It's not a cinema anymore. They, they turned it into a boxing thing. If you go down to the bottom of our road, on your right-hand mm -hmm. side, you'll see it all boarded up at the present moment. Blimey. That used to be a cinema. I never knew I was at a cinema. Yeah. And you sorry, know, if you, sorry, obviously you weren't going. We're alienating everybody in chat. Totally. <laughs> I'll give you another one. You know China Rose? Yeah. That used to be Bortry's cinema. No way. Yes way. <laughs> that must have been before 77 then. Oh, we yes. Because we village in 77. Yeah. Yeah. You, you would be quite surprised, considering we have pit villages around here. Um, most pit villages had a cinema. I mean. Hmm. Stumped now. <laughs> 
Let's head over to chat and see what they're saying. So, Weird Science, Kelly LeBrock, drop and give me 20. Ooh. Hell yes, Stu, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> oh, she would be. Uh, Grumpy, Viz was his favourite, which he read on the train. He worked in London. Viz was brilliant. I mean, late late 80s, early 90s, yeah. before it hit the big time, Viz was almost like this underground thing. It was. It was a big underground uh, comic, that. Because you used to be able to get it at Sheffield Station mm. uh, because it was the on the main line from Newcastle. And that was the only place around here where you could get Viz originally. Um ABCs, they all seem to be next to the bus station. Yeah, They're not daft, true. though. Yeah. Where else do you want it? You know, late night film, straight into the bus. Fantastic. Paul's first uh, sci-fi was The Andromeda Strain. What a film. The original was brilliant. What was that film? You've, you just made me think. I went to see and I went on my own to see this. Or did I go with my mates? I can't remember. Can you I can't remember what the film's called, but it was a space film. And it was one guy looking after these gardens. And he had two like square robots. And he oh. alienated his friends because oh. they were supposed to get rid of the the pods, but he got rid of the, the, the his crew. Oh, what was that called? Dark 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 Star, I think. Um, well, thank God for Google. I think it was Dark Star. Uh, uh, but falls a cue deteriorated starship Dark Star. Is it Dark Star? Can anyone remember the one that I'm on about? Bill says you need to bring it back to get rid of pods. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Tart Star? Because that was one of John Carpenter's first films. Mm. Um... I always remember it was like they were in space, and this guy, he was into his gardening. And they had these pods all the way around the actual spaceship that had plants. Silent and... running. Silent running, that's it. 72. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's the one silent running. Yeah. Uh, directed by Douglas Trumbull, stars Bruce Dern, Cliff Potts, Ron Rifkin and Jesse Vint. And I went to see that at the ABC. I mean. Hmm. Well, the ABC used to do, um, like, late-night matinees. God, I'm sounding like an old fart here. Late-night matinees. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Paul says his new liquid is called THX1138. Nice one. <laughs> I'm sure George won't mind. That's quite a nice homage. I think it is a very good homage because not many people would get it. <laughs> Unless the lag goes. Well, yeah, film geek. Now, I mean, I've been watching quite a bit of sort of the older stuff on Netflix and things, but mm. I've also been watching some of the uh, new stuff. Now, 
For those who aren't aware, uh, Netflix have just started uh, The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, which is set some 50 years in front of the original film. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's had critical acclaim wherever it's been. Yeah. I must admit, I don't agree. There's something missing. Jim Henderson? I don't know what it is, mate. There, You know... You know See, you I've not seen it. I mean, I've, I've seen the original. Yeah. Well, you know when you get a, a, a clone mod? Mm. Yeah? And it can be manufactured to the highest quality, and it can be exactly physically the same, but there's something missing. Mm. Just what this is like. Hmm. I mean, it's it's very heavily based on the Skeksis, and is is, yeah. uh, is it still the same puppeteering? Exactly the same, exactly the same. Pro- probably a little bit more polished. Hmm. Um, you see that? Definitely. See that's another problem. I know it sounds daft. Red Dwarf did exactly the same. You watch the. I'm on about the original block, not the new hmm. Dave stuff. The last episode, or last series, should I say, of Red Dwarf before it went off air, they upgraded everything, the quality and everything, and it lost it. Whereas when you went back and watched you know, the original series prior to that, it had the floppy uh, sets and things like that, and it had that character about it, and it had that feel. And when they brought back... Um, the whole team of Red Dwarf and everything and Chansky and all that lot, it just didn't have the same feeling. No, it was too polished. Mm. And I'm wondering if it's that that's lacking in what you're talking about, the Dark Crystal. Yeah, I mean, the the voice cast is stellar. You know, Eddie Izzard, Helena Bonham Carter, um, Shazad Latif, you know, Toby Jones... There's some big, big names in there. Mm. You know, um, there's the Gelflings, there's the Skeksis, there's, there's everybody's in there. It's just absolutely crazy. I, I just, you see, I've it, said this many, 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 many times. Sometimes a, a piece should be left alone, especially when you start talking about music as well. Some things, your favourite record of past bygone isn't just the actual song. It's not just them actually performing it. It's actually how they recorded it, what mics they was using, what room they was actually using. It's the whole package of that record. Mm. There's a lot more to it than just, oh, I like that song. And I think sometimes when you saw like, did they bring back something from... I mean, when was Dark Crystal? 80... 83? God, now you're asking. It would have been around that. Yeah, 83, um, 84. 82. Oh, bummy that's not bad. That, that, mm. Come on, that, that wasn't bad, that. So, is it down to the actual technology of, of the era... 
not just because of um, the puppeteering and all that, like, but actually how it was filmed, how they did it back then, and you you come in thirty years, nearly forty years later, and bringing is it could it be that or is it more to do with the actual storytelling? Possibly. I mean, I think I think some of it's down to the fact that at the time it was fairly groundbreaking stuff. You know. Um, the idea of somebody doing a serious sci-fi movie with puppets—it just hadn't been done. Mm. I mean, it'd be I interesting because I'm a big Farscape fan. Mm. I absolutely loved Farscape, but if they redid it now, would it have the same feel? I don't think it would. No, I don't think so. I mean, Labworks has just said UFOs coming back. That's another one I really don't think. It was great at the time, mm. and I've got incredibly fond memories of it. Yeah, mm. would it work now? I think sometimes certain things need to stay in that time. Mm. I mean, it's like Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. If they redid that, yeah, yes, you're guaranteed that the. Uh, special effects side of it is going to be absolutely amazing with CGI and all that kind of thing, but they're going to lose that essence of it's 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 a timepiece of how mm. we thought the future was going to be back in the seventies. I was just wondering if that Dark Crystal is exactly the same. Yeah, I'd go with yeah. I mean, I, I really would. I tell you what has just caught my eye. Steve Dillgaffs is watching Farscape, also. <laughs> uh, looks like they are doing TV series of the backstory of Alfred Pennyworth. Okay. The butler from Batman. Mm. Set in an exciting alternate London. Uh, hold on. No, I didn't want to start the video. I want to go back to where I was. Totally. Um, Thirteenth of August, it says. Um, Steve's already watched it. By the looks of it, Pennyworth is brilliant. Awesome! I'll be having a look on the old hooky mm. uh, fire stick to see what I can find. <coughs> oh, there's that much to watch at the present. What's that new one that's just coming out? Um, Carnival this... Row. Yeah, I want to watch that. I w I've watched the first couple of episodes. Um, Have they released it as a full batch? Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Not for one for watching if you have younger members in the house. Mm. Um, possibly not one for watching if you've got teenagers in the house. It's dark, it's bloody, and there's so much sex in it, it's unreal. What's the general premise? Uh, general premise, you're in a sort of alternate reality. There are two main countries uh one's a pact and the other one is hold on synopsis up because it's right one's the pact uh it's set in a sort of victorian fantasy world because mm. it's supposed to be very steampunky isn't it it is it's incredibly steampunky and the all the costume work is very Victoriana yeah. and bowl hats and all the rest of it. Um, 
there instead of being Tien and Nog, it's Tien and Nock, which is the home of the sort of fairy folk, which is invaded by two different countries of humans. Um, one of the countries pulls out. The fairies end up coming under, uh, I would say, a sort of fascistic regime. So they all try and uh, escape from this country, and they all end up in Carnival Row. Mm. And you're looking at sort of the old brothels and the fairies, I say fairy folk, the other uh, types of creatures end up in more servant sort of roles and as prostitutes and Hmm. they're generally spat on by everybody. And, you know, it is really, really gripping stuff. Hmm. But as I say, the amount of sex, nudity, and violence in it is it's unprecedented. <laughs> it's well I guess what I'm going to be watching in a bit. <laughs> it's well up there with Westworld, I'm telling you, mate. Well, up do you know something? I never watched that. Didn't you? No, I never watched it. That was brilliant. Mm. I mean, uh, there was a serious amount of sort of violence and nudity in that as well, but. Uh... I make myself sound like a right prude. I'm all for a bit of nudity, yeah, but you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I never watched Westworld. I mean, I've seen the film, the original film, but I never watched the actual series. The TV series, mm. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm. To, this to just never, to, see for me, per, me personally, there's just not enough hours in the day for me to be watching telly as well. Well, true. true. With, what with work. And doing obviously at the night times, doing reviews and that lot. Sundays is doing me up and close and that. I just don't get time to watch. So like I have to be so like very right. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna. Watch. I have to really plan my day. Well, I mean, with Caitlin, sort of because we're very limited on on what she can deal with. Mm. Yeah, we do end up watching a lot of telly. So yes, the Bergs. Thank you for that, Stevie. I, I missed that. Say hello to Jules as well for us, will you? Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's um, if you like the Victorian drama, uh, sort of crime stories, mm. yeah, the likes of Whitechapel and all the rest of it, you will love this. So well written, mm. yeah, it really is. And very yes. similar to Penny, Penny Dreadful. Mm. Very, very similar to Penny Dreadful. Oh, there we go. Ben says, right, got my TV sorted after F1, then Preacher, the Red Dwarfs found the bad burner. <laughs> See, I've been watching The Preacher. I'm on a, um, season three at the moment. So, yeah, you've got some joyous times ahead, dear boy. Yeah, joyous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the point where Grandma... Yeah, mm. that's one twisted old dear. Yeah, she's a love. <laughs> I mean, did you ever watch Penny Dreadful? Because no. that is that was superb. No, that no. really was. No, no. <laughs> What's that then? What's Penny Dreadful? Take the old. It was a mishmash of all the old horror characters. So you've got Frankenstein in there, you've got the monster, you've got Dracula, you've got various demons, you've got witches. 
and it was just brilliant. Josh Hartnell, um, I'm trying to think who played the main characters in it. Give me two secs. I will Google foo. Oh, Hair in the Dreamers. Um, oh, American Horror. Love American Horror Story. We've lost your sound. What? Oh, we lost your sound there for a second. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry. <laughs> How bizarre. Mm, that was very bizarre. Yes, I do seem to have gone rather quiet. Mm. Uh, so we've got... You've got Reeve Carney as Dorian Gray, Timothy Dalton, uh, Eva Green. She was Vanessa Rives, who was the main character. Mm. Billy Piper, she played a very revealing role in that. Um... Did you see her in the call girl? Oh yeah. Yeah. She... Belle de Jour. Yeah, she was good in that. <laughs> Not a role I'd have thought for Billy Piper. Mm. But she did it well. Hmm. I mean Josh Hartner in, in Penny Dreadful was brilliant. I, I I always thought he was a bit wooden until I saw him in that. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Really was. But the it sort of had a loose theme story arc throughout the whole thing, all sort of around uh, Vanessa Ives. Mm. But because it brought in the vampires and all the rest of it, it was just it, you were already comfortable with the characters. Yeah. And because it put them in a completely new sort of setting and world, it was brilliant. Really was. Umbrella oh. Academy. Not heard that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I didn't take with that one either. What's that one? Um, superhero based. Mm. Um, I think it's based on a graphic novel, but I just didn't. Ooh. Ben reckons there's talk of Rose coming back to Doctor Who. Interesting. That would be interesting with the two. Two girls. He's Get in. it on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shabba. <laughs> God knows how that's going to work. Because didn't... Because... How's that going to work? Because Rose went off with the half-doctor, didn't she? Back on uh, mm. uh, Bad Wolf Bay. Yep. And it was allegedly closed off. Mm. Unless they got an earlier Rose, but... Afternoon, Mark. Hope Afternoon, well, Mark. Mate. Yeah, I bet that is a different time spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, early hours of that. the morning, I believe. <laughs> I know Rose and uh, the Doctor have been doing the audio books, haven't they? Oh, Tennant mm. and Piper have been doing the audio books. Yeah, they've been doing the audio books, yeah. I've only heard the ones with Agatha Freeman and um, what's her face, Donna. Hmm. Grumpy Catherine. old vapor has turned around and said, "Apparently, a strong rumor that Jota Whitaker has quit." That'd really be interesting. Mm. The Umbrella Academy was written by Gerard Way from my oh right. All right. Uh, I I just couldn't get on with it. Mm, I've not seen it. When you when you, when I first heard Umbrella Academy, I thought, "Oh, is that something to do with uh, Resident Evil?" It, it's, 
think sort of dysfunctional, well, like Misfits. Do you remember the Misfits yeah. from Channel 4? Mm. I think that sort of setting, but Americanized and... Mm. Yeah. It doesn't sound appealing. It was based on a comic. Um, yeah, it was published by Dark Horse. Okay. Who love Dark Horse. Yes, we do like a lot of Dark Horse. <laughs> Basically, the, the premise on the Umbrella Academy is 33 women around the world gave birth simultaneously and they were instantly pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then seven of the children are adopted by an eccentric billionaire, turns into a superhero team. Um, and then there's a global apocalypse imminent and it's all got something to do with uh, the Umbrella Academy. It, it just didn't grasp me. Hmm. Well, it takes all sorts, <laughs> doesn't it? Gerard Way does have a strange mind. And Black Parade is a fantastic album. I love that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next Alien movie as well. I'm looking forward really? to the new Terminator, yeah. I'm looking forward to the Terminator. I'm not mm. really... I think Alien's had its day, mate. Hopefully they can bring it back. Hopefully. You don't think so? See, no, I was I never into... Two. I've got to admit, I was never into the Alien versus Predators. I didn't like them films whatsoever. It was so like, no, you, I'm not one... I must admit, I'm not one of these fans of bringing two separate genres together to make a film. You know, like they did mm. Jason and... Uh, what's his face? Jason versus Freddy. Oh, right. Yeah, that them type of yeah. films, no, I did, no, no. Because I know they was going to do a Jason versus uh, Pinhead, and he was like, no, don't you dare. Don't you dare. It was like, how you dare, sacrilege. Don't you dare. I hate, I'm not into them type of films, and they did it with the Aliens uh, versus Predator. See, I was never, a, I didn't like Predator 1, but I did like Predator 2 film. With yeah. uh, what's his name? Imagine. Danny. Yeah. Uh, Glover. Glover. Yeah. Danny Glover. Did like that one because I, especially right at the end where he hands him them two uh, pistols. Yeah. And so like basically we've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're not the first. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Whereas Predator One with Arnie was more of your typical eighties sci-fi gun ho. Uh, action movie. Mm. Yeah. And let's be right, the nuclear blast at the end. Yeah. I don't think Alara Mudd's going to save Arnie from that. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean. Ooh. Well, I don't know, John, uh, Ben, because the new Terminator, he's just put John Connor's killed it immediately and the female is the new key to they've, everything. They've totally changed the timeline, haven't they, on Terminator? But they because, have to. Because of this, uh, the last two films. Yeah, but I thought this this new movie was coming at the end of uh, Judgment Day. It is. Yeah, so they have successfully stopped Skynet. Hmm. So but John Connor is, isn't the key anymore. Mm. Mm. Which is intriguing. It is. It's going to be fun watching... 
I, I want because obviously Arnold's in it, and it's so like you can't help the passage of time with the Arnie. Now, the, considering this is supposed to be a T two hundred, it's going to be interesting to see how they are going to explain his aging process. <laughs> yeah, but if Arnie's been sent back earlier, yeah, mm. and I mean. Arnie gets sent back earlier, yeah? He's covered in biologicals anyway, so that's going to age. Yeah. So it'll work. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it won't work. It's going to be interesting to see how they, they bring it out, should I say. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, I, mean, I am mega looking forward to it. I like the idea that a retro bit of mechanics is going to save the world again. Yeah. <laughs> There's hope for my old Kanga box yet. <laughs> there you go. It's the future. You've seen it. We'll all be vaping on Kanga boxes. <laughs> You're going to get the silver one and it's going to cut your fingers every time you hold it. <laughs> I just um, pray smock never get time travel technology. <laughs> I love it. I've, I've got, honestly, you're talking about old technology. I've got a thing about it at the present moment. I don't know what it is. I just keep on finding myself listening or watching YouTube bits and pieces when it's all old tech. Well, I've been using emulators for years for the older sort of gaming machines and mm. things. You get that semi-decent you know, PC from six, seven years ago, it'll mm. still run it. Oh, yeah, of course it will. Yeah, hook that up to your telly and you've got hours of fun. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Especially these emulators, because you can have a thousand and odd plus games. Oh, God, yeah, and the, the old Atari 2600. You get, I tell you, you get two grown men playing tanks and it's still a giggle. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I was a big fan of Defender. Can you remember the one we used to be going... Oh, God, shoot yeah. out that way. <laughs> Yeah, I was a bit then you had to pick the humans up with the tele with the uh, transmat beam. That's you? it. Missile <laughs> <laughs> command was always a favour of mine. Oh god, I used to love it because we used to have an arcade, and I I've put many a fifty p because we didn't have pound coins then. We had put many fifty p in that machine. See, I was never a big fan. Of, I used to like uh, Space Invaders, but I was never a big fan of uh, Pac Man. Used to love Pac-Man. I was Defender, and Asteroids. Oh, I played Asteroids for hours. <clears throat> and it see, 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 now. I don't. And this is gospel truth. I do not own a PlayStation or an Xbox or anything like that. And there's a reason behind it. I have what's called a addictive personality. Mm. And once I go on something like that, I will stay on that. <laughs> I'm terrible. So, yeah. So, to save um, divorce papers and things like that, I just don't have one. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And it's the gospel truth. Because, honestly, it, um, I'll give you an example. I used to have the original uh, PlayStation mm. and uh, Metal Gear Solid. You couldn't get me off it. Box. You could not get it up me off it. 
I was hooked. And it was so like, at that point, it was so like, no, it needs to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. Oh, do you remember them pub table space invaders? Oh, yeah. Oh, they were brilliant. Well, Ben had one in his sixth form common room back in the day. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I'd have never been in lessons. <laughs> we used to have a we used to have a youth club down village where the uh, sports centre was, and they used to have them. Hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Were. I love Cuba. Tech. Oh Cuba God, yeah. Was always, that was uh, always a favourite. Uh, Black Dragon as well. What's What's putter? So long. That. You have putter. I don't know what this putter you mean there, Paul. Computer. 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 Oh, I've got a computer. Ah, oh, with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he doesn't have any emulators on there. No, Trust God me, ladies them. and gentlemen. No. He has the cleanest hard-driving Christendom, that boy. <laughs> I don't even think I've got um, Solitaire on here either. I don't think you have either. All programs. What would it be under? Microsoft's what? Be, be under you, the games. I thought the accessories. Oh, accessories. Have I got games? Do you have an accessories folder and you start? Yeah, I'm you? looking at it. No, no. And even, I even got that. I haven't got mine either. <laughs> that mine game. That's not been in Windows for years, mate. <laughs> I tell you, actually, you know what I've recently uh, found and started playing? What? Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas and Vice City. I've been having some giggles. <laughs> I just don't, I, 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 honestly, I do not get the time. Don't get get the time. I yeah. run LTC, LTSC, okay. I don't know what that is either. Oh, you've lost your voice again. Have I? Oh, you're back again. Oh, sorry. Don't sorry, know why. Yeah, just back again. Going, going out. I've still got yeah. my childhood console from... Oh, bless. I mean, our Aiden, he were into him. He, he had Sega hmm. Master Systems and uh, Spectrum... Uh, all them lot. What was it? Spectrum. Forty. Forty-eight K. Yeah. Yes, that's that's going back a bit, young man. Oh, I'm running. I'm running Windows, Windows 7. Seven. <laughs> Bunch of emulators here must have temple. Yeah, there's loads. Um, Firstborn's been looking at the uh, PlayStation emulators because getting the BIOS always used to be the, the problem. Mm. Once you got them, it's unbelievable. Uh, I've not seen a decent Xbox emulator yet. Mm. That's one thing I do have, the original Xbox. The original? Wow. Yeah. the back. <laughs> I think I've still got a copy of Doom as well. The last oh. game, the last game I played, was actually on a PC game. Was called The Undying by Clive Barker. 
Yeah, a horror horror game it was. That's going back a bit, isn't it? Oh yeah. In fact, hang one second. good form. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> there you go. See, in our house, the box would have been in one part, the disc would have been in another, and God knows where the manual would have gone. I've even got <laughs> the hacks to it and all. Look at that. Ike. Look at that, how clean. No scratches on that one, my friend. Yes, there you go. I look after my things. I'm going to have to plug this in. I wonder if it will work on me Windows 7. Depends. What do you used to run it on? If you ran it on XP, it should. Well, it's two thousand and one. Yeah, should, should work. Run me damn good. <laughs> that was a damn good, scary actual uh, game. That. <laughs> right, enjoyed it. Still trying to work out what LTSC is. Nah, what is LTSC? Don't know. No. Uh, Tiberius, he showed his seven-year-old a Commodore 64 game on cassette and then had to explain what a cassette was. <laughs> oh, do you remember that? Back in the days of the Spectrum and the 64, having to get the pen, tighten the table when it wasn't loading. Nightmare. Microsoft Trash Talking Windows 10 LTSC What is LTSC? LTSC which is, was once called LTSB is a specialised edition of Windows 10 Enterprise the promise of the longest interval between OS features upgrades There you go Alright no, I'm, I'm just, uh, I must admit, I prefer Linux. always have. But, I remember uh, Linux years and years ago. I ain't used it in donks. Different beast altogether now, mate. Gone is the geek tag. And it, you can virtually do now on Linux what you could, whatever you can do on Windows. It's mm. awesome. It's, uh, I would say it's at probably up there, if not better, for the likes of GIMP, etc., yeah, you know, manipulating images and things. You see, this uh, computer I've got at the moment, I got it specifically built so I would have Windows 7 because I hate Windows 10. ZX81, that was my first computer. My first ever computer was the ZX80 and that was the white one that you had to build before you could actually use it. Oh, devil. Hmm? Yes. I was very lucky. No, I, I and the computer six. after that was a BBC Model B Plus, whereas the schools was using just the standard B. I had yeah. the B Plus. I had the Acorn Electron. Oh, <laughs> you imagine how much that's worth now. <laughs> um, uh, ZX81, I had the uh, expansion pack as well. You know, the 16K expansion. Ooh. Oh, the ZX80. 81, especially the 81, you used to get the magazine and you used to spend hours typing in the programs. Oh, God, yeah. 
Oh boy, the hours I've spent copying blooming uh, programs, and then you find out that one one bit you've just missed, or you've not done it right, or you've not typed it in right. Oh, colon instead of a semicolon was yeah. my failing. <laughs> oh god, yeah. The hours I remember on on the BBC, it took me, I think it was about a month. To get this little spaceship to move across the screen, go up, then move further across, then come back down and go dirt, 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 dirt. Took me ages to type that in just to do that. Bless you. But saying that, one of the first ever computers I ever actually played with, we had one at school on in this in the science section. And the only way that you could program it was actually by cards. They were punch cards. Yeah. Uh, imagine a clocking in and clocking out card. Best way of explaining it. It was roughly about that kind of long, that wide. And you had individual holes. And mm. you had to pop out the individual holes to actually program it. Pretty much like hard work, that, mate. Oh, gosh. I still remember the terror that was induced when I was at uni and we had to do uh, we had to do a graphical emulation of uh, factory robot and it was a nightmare absolutely nightmare <laughs> and now I'd look at it and think yeah I'll just do this do that do all the rest mm. but I mean it's like I, off your head. it's like <laughs> when I was telling you about I've, I've been getting into um, this geek old tech and that lot retro tech mm. i didn't realize how many different versions of the actual original cassette there was see i always thought you went from reel to reel to cassette yeah no in between the standard cassette that we've got now and the reel to reel there was about five different versions of it huh? in different sizes yeah oh i was Quite interesting. What, eight track and all the rest of it? Mm. And the learning about DVDs uh, from going from laser discs, well, going from uh, CD video to laser mm. discs to, and the different formats that came out and disappeared and that, like, oh yeah, it's amazing. This guy well, that I've been watching, really interesting. I'll have a shift here, that. Because mm. I know laser disc rots a problem. Because if you've got the old laser disc player, mm. even though you you've got pristine discs, over time they just degrade. Yeah, the rot. The, yeah. If you have, he, he was showing them uh, on the actual disc because they were gold discs, and on the outside of them, and it was mainly on the outside of them. Um, they call it disc rot, and it's basically where it's actually peeling away from itself. And they mm. used to be 12-inch, 8-inch, uh, and 7-inch versions as well. See, Awesome's taking me back now. The Amstrad Hi-Fi unit from Woolies with the slide-out turntable. Oh, those are the days. I still remember getting my first uh, stereo that had the auto-reverse on tape deck. Oh, that were a big thing. <laughs> the first VHS, well, one VHS, it would be to Max, my dad got, it was the, uh, oh, Summit 2000. Oh, oh was it Philips? Might be Philips 2000. 
And that would... It's just that Bill says Philips Laser 2000. This were 2000. Betamax was actually better than VHS, believe it or not, in quality. But... You are right. Yeah, yeah. Realised how much stuff that... There was a Philips VR 2000... Video 2000. Hmm. consumer video cassette system I don't know why but your audio keeps on coming fading in fading out I've got no clue mate I don't know why it's driving me nuts cause <laughs> all, all my software is saying I'm actually redlining mm. I should be breaking up no 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 your audio is actually fine you just keep on just disappearing and then coming back mm. Mm. I've got a nasty feeling the snowball's dying on me Oh, we'll have to get another one. No. Mm. <laughs> well, I've got some lapel mics downstairs. I can use those first. Oh, lapel mics. Very, mm. very posh. I say. <laughs> Two inch tape, one and one quarter and going down. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I and believe it or not, when you start going on to tape, your reel to reels, you would be well surprised how many different versions of them are. It's it's mind blowing, honestly. It's so like, even though it's retro um, gear that we're talking about, it's fascinating how the evolution of uh, audio equipment is, mm. and even down to it was showing um, telephones as well, retro telephones, ones with telephone with a screen in it. And then you had DAP tapes as well, which was a normal cassette, but yeah. you put it in when you put it in your cassette player, it actually read what the track was, and it read it in on you know so like it was a twelve digit underneath of the mm. next track and all that lot, and that was digital and that lot they never kicked off either and all sorts. Honestly, what mini disc? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, the mini disc was really good. They was mega handy, for, especially for recording. Well, they were virtually just a, a floppy for your uh, stereo, weren't they? Oh, no, no, no. You might, your little ones. No, they were mm. lasers. Were they? Hmm. Yeah. Say. Mm. I say. <laughs> oh, honestly, I could really geek out on that lot. It's been really going to the guy that I've been watching, the, the uh, tech, tech mom. Absolutely fascinating. Really fascinating. You'd be surprised how much different gear comes over the years from going back to the late 50s to the present day. How much gear has actually come out of China? Mm. No, I can believe it. I mean, unbelievable. Whether they do it because they can knock it off and they don't give them monkeys or not, I don't know, but... Yeah, I'll agree with you, Bill, on that one. I mean, you're just yeah. still one of the most versatile systems. Can you still buy it? What, mini discs? Hmm. I don't know. I will generally honest, I don't know. You probably could from China or somewhere like that, from Alibaba. <laughs> Alibaba? Yeah. <laughs> That's it, Alibaba. Let's have a shifty. Um... Return of the mini disc. Oh, Amazon mini disc players and recorders. Oh my god, they were brilliant. 
£239, the Sharp MDT MT88H portable mini display. Cool, that works. Oh, Bennett. Technically, still got the Technics mini disc. Mm. It's like what Bill says, he knows engineers that still use uh, mini disc to record. Yeah. Oh, here you go. £24 for a Sony mini disc. Uh, Actual discs, 74 minutes but times five. Mm. I didn't think you could still get it. Oh, yeah, here you go. The MZR500 personal mini disc recorder, 69.99. Yeah. You'd be surprised. I thought even cassettes were out of date now. I didn't think you could get older cassettes. But no, you can. They are flourishing very, very well. Oh, hello. A big old mini disc unit uh, from Sony, hundred and forty quid. My goodness. CD recorders. Mm. I've still got one of them. Duplicator. The mm. Duplicator. Oh blooming hell! I remember a friend. He had a duplicator. I think he had fifteen discs. Oh blimey. Oh yeah, he was a serious. I mean, back yeah. in the back in the day, you used to go to the market and all that lot. You know, you do your MP3 with the latest, the the last lot of uh, newest releases, mm. and he'd be on car boot on. <laughs> quickly, mom, it's a filth. Yeah, quickly, mom. <laughs> oh, that was still one of my favourite ever spitting image scenes. The the Queen Mother flogging gear out of the suitcase in front of the palace. <laughs> uh, my still my favourite is, so like, they was all sat there at the uh, 10 Downing Street, and Margaret Thatcher were at the front, and the waiter goes up to Margaret Thatcher, and she's asking what she wants for a meal, and she says, would you like vegetables? And she goes, oh, they'll have what I want. <laughs> Got that bit wrong, but they, you know where I'm coming from. <laughs> uh, Vegetables, mom, they'll have what I'm having. That's it. <laughs> oh, I mean, when you think back on it, when we were teenagers, you know, it wasn't the brand that was important. It was the size of your blaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, but saying that, no, 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 no. I've got to admit, me, it was more... My brand, it had to be a Bang and Oliveson. Really? Yeah. Oh, I oh, was. Me I mean, my high, my original hi-fi system, back in the day, was probably what about, nearly about four foot in height. We all separates. <laughs> I had everything. I had a turntable. I had a reel-to-reel -reel connected up to it. I had everything. The graphic equaliser about this big. And, oh yeah. See, my my complete music setup. The Sony uh, Twin Deck. Mm. And that was it. Um, I think did I get a CD player? I didn't get a CD player until what ninety four. Mm. Yeah, so it, everything came off this sort of Sony boombox, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was a big, I was heavily, when I started earning money, 
at 16 that were it it was music 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 and that's what i bought it was so i saved up and bought the system and i know went on beer and birds mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was a, i was a bit of a geek back then <laughs> oh bless you yeah no i was too busy partying so yeah i, I was in in bedroom there pink floyd on gorgeous speakers my favorite setup I originally had an amp that could do quadraphonic. God, Benny. Mm. Oh, yeah. Tiberius, I've been having exactly the same thoughts, mate. I am seriously considering going back to vinyl and getting a turntable. It's just there. I know. It's just there. It's just there. That's me, little amp. But yeah, I know I'm not I'm not banging Olsen now. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. I've, I don't even know what I've got. No, I can't even see from here. Just I think it's Technics. Yeah, it is Technics I've got. I, I was always a big favourite of the old Akai. Mm. Old Akai, bummy there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the Akai separates for many a year was my sort of unicorn stack. Yeah. Mm. I mean, no, no, we Akai. They, did you get it from catalogue? Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Paid one pound twenty-five a week for it. <laughs> I never, never. <laughs> uh, hey, mum, can I have a look at catalogue? <laughs> <laughs> and after I perused the ladies' underwear section. Yeah, oh, that, that took ages. That. <laughs> And towards the end, you always ended up with big briefs right at top. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that was always t- towards the end of it. When you got to Granny Slappers, it was time to yeah. turn. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, uh, Panasonic and Technics, yeah. Ben says, my mate's, uh, schoolmate's family, I'm Trace Elliott, originally a boat builder. They started making up, uh, making up market bass guitar amps. He made some marine ply Wharfdale speaker cases for him. Nice one. Wharfdale's Gordon Bennett. Yeah, Wharfdale's good. In fact, the um, car stereo that I've got in my pickup is a Wharfdale. Well, apparently Panasonic equals Technics. Mm, yeah, they were. Yeah. I didn't never realise that. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many are all joint. <sighs> we're getting old, mate. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean especially when I mean especially when you start talking about German um, electronics as well that was bought out by Japanese and, and China and that lot, you'd be well surprised. Kenwood. Yeah, Jan Jan was a, a Kenwood. She had a Kenwood system, massive bloody big thing. They they were good Kenwoods in the day. They were solid though. Mm. Oh, there you go. In the UK, Technics was high-end. I bought the crossover level, so Technics, Technology and Panasonic money. (laughs) All too right. Well, I think uh, we've reached the end, haven't we? We nearly have, yes. Yes. So what have you got coming up next week? Well, like I said, I've got coming up is the... That... What we're calling it, the my, my gem, Magi. Magi, M-A-G-U-S. 
Magus. 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 Mm. I was calling it Magus for a week. Got that coming up. Sound like I really know all about it, don't I? Got that one coming up, and I've also got the Groot. Yes, it is called the Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> the thing is, though, I was mega, 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 mega tempted. I've got a Groot little wooden figure, and I was tempted to do a thumbnail with this on it. But I thought, no, best not, no. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> Don't do copyright. Blimey, neck fire. No, especially now what we mean monetized and all that lot. They're probably looking at me a bit more. So I have to be extra careful now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, behave. <laughs> so I've got them coming up, obviously, the Ohm service on Thursday at 7pm with... Steve, and obviously our wonderful friend from across the pond, old Chrissy Baby. And that's uh, about yes. it, yeah. He's... And his one-legged frog. And one-legged <laughs> frog. <Stop. laughs> My frog has only got one leg. <laughs> Dear Lord, I was feeling that. I'm scared now. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Ah, Gordon Bennett. Well, yes, I mean, there's <laughs> the home service one can't forget that. That's the one where we actually talk about vaping stuff. Yeah, where we actually <laughs> properly talk about proper vaping stuff. And obviously, uh, then it's back to the tales of the home on Sunday again with our special guest, Paul from LabWorks. Yeah, it was just confirmed. So oh, he's already confirmed absolutely. again. He's confirmed it, so you can join myself, Mark, and Paul, and hopefully we can get a, a slightly more in-depth picture about uh, what's going off in Australia. Yeah, be. and his well notoriety as... of his in doing all these interviews. Oh well, yeah, I mean, he's turning into a little Ned Kelly. Isn't he? <laughs> and Cheech wants to know where's the free shit. Where's <laughs> put that Cheech first, that? first time he's put out in chat and that's the first thing he comes up with where's the free shit <laughs> not yet young man not, not yet. yet I haven't hit the 3k yet as soon as I hit 3k then there'll be some free shit <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't please go over and give the old uh, video a thumbs up it does mean a lot please go over uh, it helps with the analytics and YouTube thinks that I'm doing something right. So please go over and give it a good old thumbs up. <laughs> you know what? I've just realised why I didn't spot Chichi's uh, comment. Why is that? I've done the whole show on bloody top chat. <laughs> Professional to the hilt. <laughs> well, at least I'm prepared to, to... At least I'm prepared to admit my mistakes. Still wonder could... It's no wonder chat wasn't making much sense. <laughs> I still do not understand why they've got it on default. It should be default live chat. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Oh, and we snuck in a crafty uh, Rocky Horror Show quote there from Bill. Excellent. I look forward in that. Tissy. Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, what have you got coming up next week? 
Not a lot, mate. Uh, some tweaking to the website, hopefully. Yeah, new new banner. Yeah, new banner. Um, I think, I think you might. I think you might have to come to our house. Yes, boss. Mm, that way. <laughs> it looks like you're gonna have to pop it down. Well, we'll t- let me get the kids sorted, and then I'll pop round. <laughs> Um, obviously, we've got Tales from the uh, Tales from the Home next Sunday with Paul. Uh, we've got the Home service on Thursday with mm-hmm. you and Chris. Um, I will be looking at what else Amazon and uh, Netflix have to offer, and seeing if we can spot anything good. Mm, Hopefully, definitely. be able to catch catch the first Pennyworth and uh, mm. relate what we thought. Yes, that would be interesting, won't it? And uh, what else? It's a weird one because I've got loads of work to do, but I've got a week off next week. So I'm sort of, part of me is thinking I've got to get some work done, and the other part's going, you're on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and Labworth is bringing friends. Mm. Yeah, I think he mentioned who his friend was earlier. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Cheech? You are a cheeky young chap. He's a very cheeky young chap. <laughs> what happened to Vic? <laughs> Vic should be back. If I remember rightly, he said that he should be back. Uh, I'll assume we'll be doing his What's Up tonight. Um, I know he's been off, obviously, uh, with do, with his eye. Do for yeah, Sam, Sam's like the recovery's uh, not quite going quite as well as the last time. Um, the last I saw, he's... He said his eyeballs felt like they're being sandpapered. Mm. So um, the last time I, I spoke to, to uh, Vic, he said that he was planning on coming back on the first of September, which is today. So I assume that he will be bringing something out. Hopefully, he'll be all right, the old lad. Well, you know, it's more important that it gets better mm. than bringing stuff out. So, you know, I just hope he's uh, he's okay. Bless him. Yeah. And. Uh, Definitely in full fettle for Expo in October. Mm, that's the. I think that's why he had the operation done now, so he was fit and well for uh, Expo. Mm, I, I really hope he's, he's doing all right, bless mm, him. Yeah. Well, if you're watching so, Vic or you're listening to the replay, yeah. Big love, kid. In a manly way. In a manly way, obviously, yeah. Obviously, obviously right, stay- yeah, manly way, yeah. A steak bake rather than the sausage and bean slice. Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, not having any custard here. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll, hopefully I've got a bit of downtime coming as well as getting these damn reports done. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh, right. Well... Thank you to everybody that's joined us uh, this afternoon, even Cheech. <laughs> it's been it's been a giggle. I don't know where the time goes. I really don't. No, it's just we, some by, isn't it? Well, we zigzag all over the place, and then all of a sudden it's like it's four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. I always say we really do have some of the friendliest chats. We in, certainly uh, do. YouTube. Uh, on the M show, all tales from the M. You know, uh, what a fantastic bunch of blokes you are, mm. and ladies. Yes, and ladies. And Miss Julie this week. Yeah, Julie's not been here. Very quiet. Yeah, Rachel's not playing either. Yeah, no, it's not right. 
It's not not it's not the same without them. I think that I think the Baron's probably Bander. <laughs> and Julie be polishing the bed. Well, yeah, you know, sorting out spare batteries, whatever. <laughs> right then, guys, want to give chat a big shout. Thank you so much. You you do. Uh, we, we we do say it regularly that you make the show, but you generally do. It's awesome talking to you guys as well because I, I love the interaction. Um, don't forget on the home service on Thursday, we're doing the last half an hour, we're doing a question time. If you pop over to the Facebook group, there is actually a post there that you can put in your question there. So go for it, ask a question. And we've had some absolute corkers we certainly have we have we've had some brilliant ones and rev if you do listen to the, the replay i promise you won't just get jam move on <laughs> we will give you an in-depth answer to your question <laughs> and i also want to give a big shout out and say thank you to the people that watch this on the replay uh, thank you very very much and the people watching uh, sorry i should say listening on the podcast as well it's awesome having you here as well right <laughs> well <laughs> join us next week with our very special guest Paul yes. Labworks um, where we as Mark said we catch up with his recent media explosion because that boy's getting himself about <laughs> we'll find out where you can catch him uh, and hopefully uh, a few more bits yeah before we go Huggles Jewels did you slip in there? No, no, she's been listening. She's been listening, bless her. She's, oh, she's, bless. she's a bit tired. But Aww. we're sending you love and huggles. <laughs> have, a, have a cuddle on the sofa, Dave. It'll do you both a power of good. Definitely. Right. You going to say try? Bye. See you next week. ta <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that.